my friends. Thank you for tuning in to Weird Mythic Podcast for another giant episode. <laughs> I hope everybody had a great, fun, safe 4th of July. My family always goes all out. We barbecued over at my aunt's house. Got to see all my cousins. Both my stepsisters have moved back to like my hometown. And they got to hang out with all of their little kids too. So it was great to see all the different generations just chilling, having a good time, lighting off all the illegal fireworks. And it was it was just great. You got to love it when kids get to light off Roman candles. They had a great fucking time. <laughs> it's always good to have all those nice conversations, cold drinks. It, it was just great. I also went on a float over this last weekend. First float of the year. Went to the uh, Sacramento River, actually, between Calusa and Meridian. Yo, we went on a four-hour float. And oh my gosh, it was so much fun. There was about eight of us that were there. Drank all the beer, to, beer and all the hard seltzers we could, which for me was about eight, you know, with five point five percenters. I was like, yes, they go down so easy when they're in the sun. <laughs> I'm not sure how many those of you who listen that actually do go on like river floats during the summer, but it's always a blast. I've gone since I was in high school. And the next float, I think I'm going to be on the American River, which I mean, that water is just way more clear and the current is a bit faster and it's a lot of fun. But remember that if you are somebody who goes on floats, don't ever panic when you're in the water. And when or if you know, you happen to get out of your float, you find yourself in a current Remember to have your feet in front of you and you on your back. Remember how to float, everybody. <laughs> but you know what? The summer is great. Let's have fun. And let's get into another giant episode, guys. Damn. Yeah, today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the Jotnar or Jotnar, the Jotun. <laughs> it's Germanic for devourer. And we will be talking about giants in Norse mythology. The Jotun. Go ahead, make fun of the way I pronounce things. I'm I'm actually just trying. They sound way different in my head than they do coming out. <laughs> uh, I do love me some Marvel movies, and I do know that the Thor movies are like nothing like real Norse and Viking myths. So when I come to like little things, I might try to explain a bit of the family details. But I am not going into all the information in the entire Norse Norse mythology because that would be a whole series on its own. Am I right? Maybe we could save that for a different time. Norse mythology has different races for all beings. There are gods, humans, dwarves, elves, trolls, and giants. Now trolls, which are not giants, but some giants can be trolls. The word troll is more for any sort of mythical being that is downright evil, bad, very ugly, and just like scum of the earth, pretty much. Like that would be a troll. And of course, giants, that's what we're interested in. So just keep that in mind that trolls or giants can be trolls, but trolls aren't giants. Makes sense, right? <laughs> All right. So the Jotun are a race of supernatural beings in Norse mythology, the giants are the enemies of the gods, but there are plenty of stories of gods hooking up with the giants and giantesses. The Jotun are not 
dumb like other type of giants or other myths on giants. And they are not always giants in size. Vikings believed that the gods and giants were in opposition with each other to create balance in the universe. Kind of like a yin-yang thing. Neither is really good nor really evil, but they always seem to butt heads. Almost like competing with each other all the time. The Norse giants are just as powerful as their gods. They're also arrogant, greedy, vain, just like their Norse gods. The gods represent more of an order, while the giants represent more of a chaos in the Norse world. The Jotun are the top of the family tree, guys. Very top. That's where everyone's descended from. And that includes most, if not all, of the gods. They do have giants in their family tree. Like Odin and Thor, both are descendants of giants. Giants were not afraid to love and interbreed with humans or gods. And there are also frost and fire giants. Frost giants are the more dominant group. They are direct descendants of the very first giant, Ymir. All other giants came from the frost giants, which include the fire giants. They did come from frost giants. In Norse creation stories and Ragnarok myths, you will find the fire giants. And there was one famous fire giant whose name was Surt. There are different characteristics of the giants also. Many are very beautiful, while others are more ugly or homely looking. Some even have green skin or sharp teeth or just plain scary in appearance altogether. I also want to point out that there are two different tribes of Norse gods, the Asir and Veir. They are both descendants of giants. Giants play a huge, if not one of the most major roles in the myths around Ragnarok, which is the Norse version of the apocalypse. Yes, I know it doesn't really say that in the movies, but Ragnarok is the apocalypse for Norse Vikings myths. The giants and, and the giants actually win that battle in Ragnarok. All right, so I got a story to tell all of you before we get into like famous giants. The very first giant, Ymir. This giant came to life from primordial chaos or primordial chaos. Ice and fire came together and created Ymir. All of Ymir's offspring are the Jotun, also known as Spirits of Chaos. That primordial fire and ice also created the frost giants, Burry and his son Bor. Bor married the giantess Bestla, and they had three sons, V, Vili, and Odin. Odin went on to become the all-father of all Norse gods. Now, Ymir's offspring continued to procreate with other giants. It was around that time that Odin believed the giants posed a huge threat to the world and just wanted to get rid of them all. They went to the head of the giant first, Ymir. V, Vili, and Odin attacked Ymir and killed him. They also decided to just straight up dismember Ymir. They tore Ymir apart which made a huge mess. Olimir's blood created the oceans and water on Earth, 
which had then created a flood and killed almost everything on earth. The only giant that did survive this flood was named Berglamir, and we are all related and descended from him. Odin made Ymir's flesh and body parts, the different continents and lands on earth. His teeth and bones are now the mountains and stones that we see everywhere. Ymir's bones were also the main force behind Odin creating human men and women. Ymir's hair became the forest. His skull was so massive that it is actually our sky, and the clouds that we see are part of his thoughts. This world that we are in was made from the giant Ymir, and that is called Midgard, also known as Middle-earth, which is where we all are. Now, giants are in other places beyond our world, like in Hel, H-E-L, or Jotunheim. The giants believe there will be a time when they could take over Midgard and Asgard. When the giants rise up to take over both worlds, that is what the Norse call Ragnarok. The giants sometimes come to Midgard, and that is really just to scare and intimidate us humans. The Norse believe that the storms above Midgard are from Odin leading the hunt against the giants. And when we hear thunder and see the lightning, that is Thor laying the smack down on the giants with Molnir. So yeah, our world is made up of a giant corpse of the Norse giant Ymir. Who knew? <laughs> One of the most chaotic crea creation myths. I fucking love it. So why don't we get into some famous giants now that we got the whole backstory and the apocalypse version of Norse myths. <laughs> so let's also keep in mind that some of the giants can be gods, but not all gods are our giants. And I want to start off with Loki. Yes, yes, the troublemaker, the trickster god Loki. He was adopted by the Asir god tribe, and he is the adopted brother of Odin. Not the son of Odin, like in the Marvel movies. Loki and Odin are actually brothers, but like adopted brothers. Anyways, both of Loki's parents were actually giants, which then makes Loki a giant. And Loki's children all were giants or supernatural beings. None of them were gods. So think of a lot of Norse gods, giants, the giant god crossovers. This is why. It's like, yeah, he's... a trickster god he's a troublemaker god but he's really when it comes down to it he is a giant because both of his parents were giants we also have joro who is mother earth and scotty who is goddess of the wild both are in jotun tales and myths but are also goddesses in other myths there's also the giant scrymir <laughs> He was so big that Thor spent the night in one of his gloves, like cuddled up in the glove all nice and snug. Skamir and Thor also went to Utgard, which is a place on the outside of the boundaries of Midgard, where we are. And they met hella other giants that were even way bigger than Skrimir. The giant Hungrenir, his head was made of stone. His story is real interesting. Hungrenir and Odin were in a horse race. This took them to the edge of Asgard. They both got there. It was a great little race, having fun. Odin decided to ask Hungrenir 
or Hungrenir, <laughs> wanted to see if he wanted to have a drink after the race. Hungrenir not only had some drinks with Odin, but he got like really drunk and started to be rude. Now, Thor did not like how he was treating his dad, obviously. He's like, don't, don't treat Odin that way, okay? And he was being really rude. And Thor decided to kill Rungrenir. So they fought each other. Rungrenir had his weapon, which was a whetstone. And I'm sure this was like huge. He's a giant. And I'm sure it's not just regular whetstone. And whetstones are heavy just in like regular size anyways. Thor, of course, had Mjolnir, his mighty hammer. <laughs> Thor threw his mighty hammer, but Hungrenir was able to block it with the whetstone. But Mjolnir shattered the whetstone shield. Once Thor realized that Hungrenir had no weapon or way to protect himself, Thor threw Mjolnir again right at Hungrenir and hit him directly in the head. This shattered Hungrenir's head. Thor was fine, though, except for one little piece of whetstone that got lodged into his head, and it can never be removed. Yeah. The frost giant, Garyrod, or Garyrod, <laughs> Garyrod. <laughs> one day, Thor went to visit Garyrod, and this particular day, for whatever reason, Loki told Thor, there's no need for Molnir, you'll be fine. So it's just Thor going over to Garyod's house. And by the way, this is unannounced. Garyod had no idea Thor was coming over. On Thor's journey over to visit his buddy, the giant, he was stopped by the giant test, Grid, who just so happened to have a magic spear, a magic belt, and some magic gloves. And she gladly gave that to Thor. Thor shows up to Garyod's Jerry's home. and. He does not want Thor there, and they immediately go into battle. Jeriod picked up a hot iron with a pair of tongs and threw it at Thor. Thor was able to catch the hot iron with those magic gloves and threw it right back at Jeriod. The hot iron went directly through him. That was the end of Jeriod. Jeriod? Yeah. <laughs> well, how about the giant Thrym? Now, this is a fun story. The giant Thrym was head over heels in love with the goddess Freya and made some plans to pretty much force Freya to marry him. Thrym decides to steal Thor's hammer, Mjolnir. And he was successful at that. But once Thor realized Mjolnir was gone, he started to kind of freak out and search for him. Well, that was when Thrym tells everybody that he has it. And the only way that Thrym will give Thor's hammer back to Thor is if Freya says yes to marrying him. Thor, of course, really wants Mjolnir back and sets up a plan with Loki to get it. Thor tells Thrym that Freya will marry him. And Thrym gets all excited, starts setting up a great big wedding for his bride. And now we have Thor and Loki with their plan, right? Thor dresses up in a wedding dress disguised as Freya. And Loki is dressed up as a woman in a bridesmaid's dress. And this works on Thrym. The wedding goes off 
and nothing goes awry. Everything's cool. Thor and Loki are on the lookout for Mjolnir the whole time. There was at one point, though, during the wedding where Thrum did get a bit surprised by Freya, a.k.a. Thor, when she ate an entire ox, ate salmon, and drank three barrels of mead to herself. But, I mean, she's also a goddess. Maybe Thrum was like, okay, cool. <laughs> at one point during the festivities, Thrum is also wanting to kiss his bride. Thrum goes over to Freya. Thor and takes off her veil. Now, I don't know how Norse magic works, but Thrym wasn't surprised by anything except for Freya's, aka Thor's, eyes. Now, Loki, dressed as the bridemaid, rushes over to Thrym as soon as he sees the veil being taken off and tells Thrym, don't worry, you know, her eyes don't always look like that. The only reason they do is because she was up for eight days getting ready for the wedding. I mean, could you blame her for wanting to keep the veil on? Jesus, <laughs> she just looks tired. <laughs> and that also worked. So they were cool. The entire wedding, Thor and Loki are on the lookout for the hammer. And during like a part where they're giving out the gifts to the wedding, the bride and groom, someone gifted Freya a.k.a. Thor, with Mjolnir. Thor just had Mjolnir just placed in his lap. Thor, now having his magic hammer, jumped up and changed with the quickness. He then murdered all the giants who were in attendance in that wedding. Yeah. Crazy. Poor giant throne. Now, let's get into a couple giantesses, huh? The giantess Skandi. She's also a goddess. Skandi is the goddess of mountains and skiing. And I just got to point out, I didn't realize till I Googled it a little bit ago that skiing has been around since like this, since like 6,000 BCE, guys. It was a form of transportation on like lots of snowy and cold areas. And I had no idea. So that was really cool. Anywho, Skandi is the daughter of the frost giant Thiasi who was murdered by one of the Yassir gods. Skandi really wanted to get revenge for her dad's murder and went to Asgard to start a war against the gods. The gods did not want to fight her and offered to make her a deal so that she wouldn't start a war. Now, this is what the deal was for Skandi to not start a war with the gods. One was that the gods had to make her laugh. And Loki did that without any hesitation, no biggie there. So that was good. Two was for Skandi to marry an Asir god of her choosing. But she would only choose by looking at the god's feet. I don't know why I didn't go into detail. She ended up choosing the god Jord. So yeah, no, no war, even though apparently her and Jord later divorced, but... She was going to go up there and kick some ass, but really she wanted a good laugh and a husband, so good job there. We also have the giantess Gerd. Now, Gerd was known as being the most beautiful giant, and the god Freyr was very attracted to her. Freyr would give Gerd many gifts and really just hoping to get with her and hoping that he could buy her love. But Gerd kept rejecting him regardless of the gifts. Freyr didn't take rejection well or doesn't take rejection well and told Gerd that if she does not marry him, that he will cut off her head. 
Gerd still didn't comply and really didn't care about the threat of cutting off her head. But Friar then threatened Gerd with a curse. This curse was going to make her, like, ugly, like hella fugly, okay, if she did not say yes to marrying him. And, of course, that worked. You don't want to go from being the most beautiful whatever to being the most fugly, okay? So Gerd marries Freyr and then got upgraded to goddess after that. I'm not quite sure what type of goddess or goddess Gerd is, but Freyr is a type of fertility god. So I'm assuming that she probably just took that identity. But, all right. Don't cut. You can cut off my head all day long, but don't make me ugly. All right. I got one more giantess for you. This is the giantess Jarnaska. Jarnaska and Thor were hooking up and had two sons. Little half-god giants, Magni and Modi. Magni was by far the strongest of the two. Now, in Norse myth of, the, of Ragnarok, Magni and Modi are part of the very few survivors of Asgard, and they were the ones who were able to protect Molnir and keep him. So yeah, you guys gotta let me know what you think of this creation theory of our world being the corpse of the giant Ymir. I've never heard that creation story and I love it. I, I really enjoy like creation stories and apocalypse stories. So this was cool that I got both of them. And I, I, you know, I love Norse mythology and I need to know more about it. Like I say with everything else, I need to continue doing research. But if anybody has like any other giants they would like me to cover in Norse mythology, this was like so much fun. I really like the stories. It's really this got this. This giant or this god, this is what was going on, and then they died. And I'm like, geez, like just get short, sweet to the point. But I don't know. And there's never seems to be with these stories like, like something to learn from. You know, like a lot of stories are meant for somebody to learn about something about themselves or about the world. Uh, but these are really just really fun stories, and it was cool to do the research on them. So I really like your guys' opinions. Go to all of my social media. Go to Weird Mythic Podcast on Twitter. Weird Mythic Podcast on Instagram, which does have my link tree to all of the other websites and the merch store. Weird Mythic Podcast on YouTube. And please, like I said, send me a story or an encounter. Send me what you think about these giant episodes. Uh, any suggestions on possibly how to make my podcast a little longer. <laughs> like I could do all the research and just name things off, but I need to get something else to go with the episodes, I feel. But send me all your suggestions. And if you know of any cryptids that are around or you have a cryptid suggestion that you would like me to cover, send it to weirdmythicpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that is weirdmythicpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you guys for tuning in again. I am Naomi. See ya.